The telescope is a sign that a new age is already ushered in. That's one of the tools that's being used. Hopefully we use that tool in the proper way this time, rather than controlling and, and manipulating and uh, again, using it as a uh, control mechanism or as a lack mechanism, we can use it as an opportunities to expand and understand that there are limitless possibilities, limitless resources that we have here. Welcome to Masajati's podcast, Exponential Intelligence, where you can transform simply by listening. Experience the power of frequencies and the next step in consciousness evolution. So Moss, the James Webb Space Telescope yes. and the team responsible for putting this telescope out into the deep depths of space have started bringing back images and the whole world is just in awe of the images that have started to come in. And I would love to get your reaction to what does this mean, if anything, for human consciousness? I know from my perspective as someone watching these images, you know, it makes you feel about this big. It makes you feel just like this tiny little speck in this massive universe. And yeah. yet here we are on this earth and we feel like we're everything. Right. So what does it mean for human consciousness when you look at those images? Uh, well, a couple things. I mean, uh, the, I mean, just a telescope in itself, or the t the ingenuity for all those individuals that created that. I mean, that's pretty amazing. I mean, where did that intelligence come from? You know, and, and it's kind of from from what I see, it's kind of it's kind of like a big circle. It's like we have this intelligence that created the universe through intelligence and through you know scientific discoveries and so on. We're going to have that knowledge or the technology that we can rediscover you know, say who or what or what, you know, consciousness dis, uh, created all this amazing stuff for us, right? So it's got, it's, it's a big loop back, but the, but, but the big component, the big component that's missing is, uh, it's not just about technology, it's about consciousness, uh, that, that consciousness needs to rise to a different level so we can start seeing outside of ourselves. And that's really key. So for, for me, you know, again, I, I transform hundreds of thousands of people's lives, not using, not using, you know, psychology or anything like that, but uh, through space and time. I, I use time references, space time, uh, and, and that's what it's all about. And that's how I transform people. Uh, by, by using frequencies, I can edit, say, space time. I can edit realities. I can edit dimensions. So the James, so how does that come back into the James Webb telescope? Well, once we start to realize, uh, I think, uh, you know, the, the opportunities that happen, I mean, the James Webb telescope can go into or peer into almost to the beginning of time, as they say. Right. So it's like, how does that work? So we're going to start to see not only just beautiful nebulas and beautiful pictures and all that stuff of how, you know, space was created. But we're going to start to see it's like, oh, gosh, we get to see how actually space and time gets created, which really puts us into what we do here at Exponential Intelligence XI all the time. What we're doing consistently here as humans, right, is editing space and time. So it literally brings that complete full circle uh, where we start to understand. It's like, wow, it's about dimensions that we're in. It's about the consciousness that we're in. It's about, it's about the realities that we're in that really, say, create and change who we are 
uh, and it even changes the technologies that we can advance into. So it's really an amazing discovery. Oh, it's, uh, it's superb. And, and I love that you touched on just the advancement of technology in and mm -hmm. of itself in that, right. you know, we started with the Hubble telescope bringing back some of the same images, but now we're seeing them in a different dimension with infrared yes. and we're seeing them more vibrant and we're able to peer further in yes. and see galaxies further away. And so just from the advancement of technology alone, it's just remarkable, let alone the fact of what does it all mean? Right. And what I love about this, you know, this whole project is that there isn't any really business model tied to it. It's really mm -hmm. just about the advancement of our understanding of humanity and why mm -hmm. we're here. And you I know? think that, that that's another key too that we're we're moving away of say a money-based pattern than uh, a value. We're moving away from a money-based pattern into a value-based say society, which is really huge. You know, so what that means is like, well, people would go, well, it, money is value. No, money in today's society is a control. It's a control mechanism, right? The more money you have, the more control. It's not really based on value. And that's where, again, the currencies, uh, what, what you could buy, say, 50 years ago, uh, you'd have to pay, again, almost, you know, 100% or more. You know, a car 50 years ago was like, say, a couple hundred bucks. Now it's worth like $50,000. So that kind of value based on currency or money, that's not the point. We're, we're, it's, we're transitioning into what's really valuable for us. So it's going to change, again, consciousness uh, as we get into more and more of how we, how we, say, render ourselves here, how we create ourselves here, how we create our experiences here. Again, it flips everything around. And this is really the pivotal position that, say, Ray Kurzweil is talking about, where he talks about technological singularity, right? Technological and, and technological singularity is is a point in time where technology uh, gets become becomes more intelligent than humans. So basically, technology becomes more important or more has more value than humans would. Hence, machines would take over the world, and that's his point of view. But in this in this point in history, we get we ha get to have an opportunity to go, to go no stop. That's not the way it's going to be. This way, you know, we get to reconsider what's really valuable, and again, that's human life. There's there's more important. There's nothing more important than humans, not just humans, but species, the nature, the concept of how this reality was created. So we're getting back to that standard. Back in the day, you know, there's been civilizations that have perished. Their technology was fantastic. Their currencies were fantastic. They were valued. They were based on on physical values. And then they perished, right? Their advanced technologies again—it didn't keep them from perishing. The key is, there's hundred, there's been hundreds of civilizations that have, you know, perished in the past. Uh, so this is a really a pivotal point where we're moving away, and it just seems like, well, it's just a telescope that's going to bring us bigger and better images. It's not really about that. It really allows us to understand the value of who we are at a much, much deeper level than what philosophies have done, what religions have done, what political systems have done, what ex human experiences have done. It literally allows us to understand us at a much, much higher level. I'd love to know, and you mentioned this, Moss, about us being, you know, understanding better who we are and why mm -hmm. we're here. Right. How will, in your estimation, these 
these images or these discoveries, these scientific discoveries and research projects that are going to come as a result of this for likely many years to come, maybe many decades to come. Mm-hmm. How will that help us as human beings become better human beings on this planet? Well, it, it touches every every person that's here. It touches everything that's here. Consciousness is defined as a, a, a global setting on how this reality works. Okay, You can't get away from how this reality works. But what the Webb's telescope will help us do is understand how this reality works at a much, much deeper level. And when you can do that, it literally helps us transcend into a higher level of consciousness so we can peer backwards or peer, you know, we can peer backwards and actually understand. It's like, oh, that's how we render. That's how we create ourselves here. So it'll touch every aspect of our lives. It literally is basically understanding XI at a deeper level. I mean, we've been practicing, I've been practicing XI, transforming lives, uh, you know, all over the world. Now there's scientists that are going to, again, step out of their reality or our consciousness here, look back at the consciousness and start to see it's like this is the mechanics of how time and space work. And from that, we're going to have better societies. We can solve a lot of the problems like pollution, abuse patterns, all those things that that we haven't figured out before. Those things will be resolved. We can come into a society where not where we're not always like fixing ourselves. We're we're not creating bounds, you know, to create us a stable. We are. We'll come into a society where say stability is the norm. This um, having everybody clothed and everybody fed and everybody on, say, a certain level uh, as standard. It shouldn't be a quest. It's just a standard. Uh, and then from there, we can start to see, say, the potentiality of what humans are really supposed to be here for. So I really see a huge transition in the possibilities of being human. And it goes way beyond what we've discovered here. So there's new discoveries, uh, not just about new tech. It's not just about better technologies or better ways of doing things. It's a whole different way of doing things because you're getting into a whole different, say, concept or, say, ingredient that was never known before in the past. And it's about time and space and frequencies. What we do here at XI. Moss, what do you think that people should be looking for as more research is done, more research projects and um, reports come as a result of images and information that's coming from the James Webb, what can, what should we be looking for in terms of signals or signs that we ought to be moving in a different direction as we proceed through the next many, probably decades? Oh, well, um, you know, so, you know, you got the James Webb telescope, you know, you've got, say, COVID, you've got all these things literally falling apart. You know, I predicted, which I predicted, you know, years ago, that things will be falling apart. So it's no accident that the James Webb is coming through and showing us, you know, that, hey, there is another, say, layer that really controls or another physics that really controls this reality. So we're going to get into that. So it's not that you know, the James Webb has opened that up. The James Webb telescope is is part of that process that's happening already. 
It's part of the process of, say, consciousness awakening or the universe awakening. And we're stepping up. Hopefully, we're going to be stepping up to the plate this time. We're not going to miss the boat this time. Again, like I said, overall, it's not that the telescope will usher in a new age. The telescope is a sign that a new age is already ushered in. That's one of the tools that's being used. Hopefully, we use that tool in the proper way this time rather than controlling and and manipulating and uh, again using it as a uh, control mechanism or as a lack mechanism we can use it as an opportunities to expand and understand that there are limitless possibilities limitless resources that we have here um, uh, um, i love that and I, I love that you painted that picture of the fact that the images that we're seeing in this project, the James Webb mm -hmm. Space Telescope, is really just a sign that that consciousness, it, there is an evolution that's happening. We yes. as human beings have a choice as to whether or not we want to jump on that train. Absolutely. The, and the thing is, too, is that, and you can mark my words because I've been, as far as my predictions go, they, they've been about 98, 99% accurate. You're going to start seeing altered states of space and time that scientists will not understand literally like if you see movies of like the like multiverse or multi-dimensions and so on like that those things that are in the movies people will start to see people will actually start to experience as you say peer into you know into those realities will you open up those realities it's kind of like the observer effect right you know where the observer changes say the environment well now we're peering into how space and time work and as we peer into how space and time work well what happens is that we start to edit and alter space and time so you're gonna we're gonna start to see say altered realities here physically where people well, people just won't understand what the hell happened to them or things will start to shift or realities or like you're looking at say you know, I don't know, uh, nature scene. And then all of a sudden, you know, it starts to break apart like it was a, you know, a bad film editing job or something like that. Those things will start to happen as you peer into that. Now, is that a good thing or is it a bad thing? You know, if you start to use it in a bad way, in a negative way, uh, obviously it's a bad thing, but this will, this will help you. This will help say, this will help people or scientists in the know uh, start to understand it's like oh that's how we render realities that's how we create realities we're understanding that this reality is say a magic trick time and space is the magic time and space allows us to render ourselves here as frequencies and it makes it so real so that's the magic with the web telescope it's going to allow us to understand say the mechanics of the magic but the key is just like any magic trick once you know the magic, are you still going to be able to be enthralled by it or excited by it or even like create yourself? Because once you understand how you create yourself, are you still going to be able to create yourself here? Right. So and, and people nowadays, you know, as I help them, say, ascend to higher and higher levels of consciousness, almost like a, you know, like a, you know, transcendent place you know, or self-actualization. We we're starting to do a lot of, you know, events doing self-actualization and so on. The way a Buddha would or, so, you know, somebody at that level. Once people, you start to see that at even lower levels. Once, start, once people start to see 
how this reality is created or what they've ascended to and they look down, they're not interested anymore. They, 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 start to, they start to look at life from a very, very different perspective. They start to go, gosh, that was all like a magic trick. That wasn't a fun magic trick, by the way. You know what I mean? They start to see it's like, shit, that's not fun. But, but then when they look the other way, the possibilities of, of what we could do, that's where, the, you know, that's where the passion comes back in. That's where, say, the possibilities of, of what could be come back in. And I love that, you know, these scientists who, these astrophysicists and mm -hmm. science, scientists who've been obviously working on this project for many, many years and right. who have really, frankly, devoted their lives to this Absolutely. type of research mm -hmm. have even said, we don't even know what we're going to discover. We're fully anticipating that we're going to, as we dig into this research right. and as we dig into this data and these images, and, you know, we don't know what we're going to find, but we fully anticipate we're going to find stuff we never anticipated. And it's very much in line with what you've just described. So, oh, absolutely. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for, for sharing that, Moss. I think that's thank really you. helpful to, to really get your understanding and your reaction, frankly, to what we've been all witnessing here over the last uh, little while. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be some exciting times when we start to unravel how time and space works. Uh, and it actually is what's kind of nice. It, it actually puts evidence or scientific backing to, well, what I've, what exponential intelligence is all about, literally. Yes. So, which is yeah, I really think that's, exciting. That's a me. really good point because a lot of so. people, you know, they don't believe the things that they can't feel, touch, yep. and be able to physically see, right? It's like, right. if it's invisible, then it must not exist. But that's mm -hmm. not true, obviously, with frequencies. We can't touch a frequency, but we we at least here in the XI community believe that that is um, how things work. So with these images coming back, it's actual evidence, physical evidence of what is going on in the, in deep space. Right. Well, and just to take a little further, you know, people get miraculous results with XI, you know, doing exponential intelligence. They still can't believe that it's real though. Mm. So, so which is even crazier, right? So, so again, you know that that shows us that we're stuck in this paradigm, and we keep recreating this paradigm. Although, uh, and Maxwell Maltz, uh, you know, psychocybernetics is is a great evidence. Of, you know, it's a great book. It's a great evidence. He was a famous plastic surgeon, and he transformed faces like you wouldn't believe. And that person came back. The people would come back, and it's like I haven't changed a bit. And it's like you can, they, he'll show them before and after pictures, and it's like, I still feel the same way. So, this telescope is literally going to reflect back on who we really are. That's another prediction of mine, uh, where it's going to see how and what we've done in the past and awaken to what we've really done to, to again, not destroy us or not to say that we've been, you know, we messed up, but to literally go, oh, okay, that is not our standard anymore. That shouldn't be our standard anymore. This is a new paradigm coming through. So that those things are going to be coming up for us. It's, it, again, it's going to be an amazing time. It's, it's going to be an amazing time to, to be around, to be alive. Thanks for joining. The episode you just listened to is encoded with frequencies of higher consciousness. It's normal if you begin to feel differently or confused. It's the process of change. For best results, observe and practice spatial referencing. Ask yourself, what if I could choose things differently? To learn more, subscribe to the Exponential Intelligence Podcast. Sign up for the newsletter for exclusive information and offers 
or join Maz on social media through the links in the show notes below.